There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. It's Wednesday, August 17th. From inside the WTOP newsroom, this is the DMV Download, brought to you by the men and women of Steamfitters Local 602. Get an estimate and learn more at steamfitters-602.org. Today, as students prepare to head back to school, many student-athletes are set to start a new season, the first for most without COVID restrictions. But the last two years have changed the game, especially when it comes to football. After a former pro player had to walk away from coaching a team that had a roster of only 11 players, Chad Ricardo, who covers high school sports in the DMV, says it's the first of many football programs that will fold. When student-athletes had a year, two years off, many of them decided to go do other things, maybe play other sports. So football participation is certainly down. I think that this is going to be a trend. Thanks for joining us. I'm Megan Cloherty. Luke is off this week. Back to school means back to high school sports, and many families have had to structure their entire summers around tryouts and preseason practice, so this is not new. But with a short time to go before football season starts, some programs are really struggling this fall. Joining me now is Chad Ricardo, a self-described student-athlete advocate, which I love, but he also does play-by-play for Monumental Sports and the Howard University Bison. Thanks for being here on Zoom with me. Now, Megan, thank you so very much for having me. Um, I should say congrats, too, on eight years of covering DMV high school sports. I mean, you were in there. You're like at all the games. You know all the players. How does it feel? Yeah. Now, this is this has been truly a blessing. Uh, like I said, in my post, uh, not just covering the sports, but having an opportunity to build relationships with all of these student athletes, yeah. with their families, with the coaches. I mean, this area is special and unique. So it's been a blessing to be around it. Um, so let's just start with the football season. I know that's that's your thing, but is football yeah. back? I mean, with COVID really limiting practice and games over the last two years and even shifting the sport to the spring <laughs> in some sure. school districts, um, do you think that programs have rebounded from the pandemic? Look, I, I think that, that, is, uh, that that's a two-tier uh, answer, right? Okay. I think that when you think of football in the DMV, if you're not from here, you think of the major programs, you think of the St. Francis's up there in the Baltimore area, the DeMathas, the St. John's, et cetera. So at those powerhouse programs, football is very much back. But I think that we have to take a look at the second and third tier programs, and that's no disrespect to the student athletes, but when you look at those schools, COVID really hurt those programs. You look at like Washington, D.C. as an example. And so building those programs back up from a participation perspective Mm -hmm. and just from a quality perspective, I believe that that's going to take an additional two to three years just to get back to where we were. A few football programs across the region um, are having to cancel their season. You mentioned participation. Some of the smaller schools aren't having enough players interested in participating, including Manassas Park High School, where former Terp and longtime NFL pro Randy Starks was set to be the head coach there. And the school confirms that the program folded. They had to cancel just because of lack of participation. We tried to get in touch with Starks, but um, we're not able to reach him. However, I reached out to the Virginia High School League 
and they said, you know, there's only other one other school in the state that had to cancel its program uh, for football because of lack of participation. I'm wondering, Chad, have you heard any of that? Do you think that'll continue as a trend? Yeah, I do. I do, honestly. I, I, I heard of another program, and, and this is, you know, not official, but I heard that Paul may, may not be uh, fielding the team that's in D.C. Paul may not be fielding a program this year either. But, uh, again, COVID taking those numbers away, and on top of that, Megan, Football, as you know, I know that you know, football is a, you can't just be athletic. You can't just want to play like you have to be driven to play football beyond the the athletic ability that's needed. You've got to go out there and and put your body into physical contact day in and day out. And, And you have to do it during the summer when it's 100 degrees outside in full pads while your family is going on vacation. You have to say, I'm going to go give myself to this. And I think that when student athletes had a year, two years off, many of them decided to go do other things, maybe play other sports. So football participation is certainly down. I think that this is going to be a trend. I was wondering, too, if if like the seniors, juniors and seniors really aren't coming in this year, right, to be the varsity because they haven't been there for two years. So maybe they picked another sport that was less contact because they were allowed to play that sport. Are you seeing that? Are you seeing that in transfers, maybe? I am. I'm, I'm seeing that, like you said, it, it, it is just that it, it is the desire to look to other sports sports that are becoming more popular now. Yeah. Lacrosse, of course, is on the rise, uh, not just here, but on a national level. So student athletes are getting into lacrosse. And, and I do believe that as those second and third tier programs, as they begin to lose some of their student athletes, that other student athletes, they make the decision to transfer like transferring and students and student athletes taking what's in their best interest into account over top of maybe what's in the best interest of their school. We're seeing that, of course, at the collegiate level. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've seen professional athletes team up with their friends and everything, and that's coming to high school sports now as well. I'm old school. I don't particularly (laughs) love to see it myself, but I do have to respect it and understand that this is just a sign of the times nowadays. I mean, it's hard for some of us who aren't that athletic to think why would you leave your school (laughs) for for a football program but I mean if you are really a standout and your school is on the edge of losing its program that makes sense right I mean you're thinking about your future well not only that uh, but also the idea of exposure right like you know when where are we love all of the programs, but on Fridays and Saturday nights, there are certain schools that we have to be at because we have to cover them. We have to pay attention to them. And it's not just us. Those are the schools that uh, that, that college coaches are coming from to come see as well. So if you feel as though, I, I just saw a young man the other day who had actually been at a powerhouse program who was transferring to a school that does not have quite as much prestige, but he's going to have an opportunity to play in his senior year and to get a lot of the looks that he may not have gotten at his previous school to have a chance to earn those college scholarships. Because once you get to be that junior or that senior, it's no longer just about the name on the front of your jersey, but you have to have those opportunities to be able to earn that full ride to your next three to four years. I know we were talking about powerhouse schools. What are the programs to watch out yeah. for this year? Because it just has been such a wild two years. It may have thrown things out of whack. Man, Megan, I, listen, I, I cannot wait for the WCAC this year. Like the <laughs> WCAC, it, this is going to be one of, 
I believe, one of the most electric years that the WCAC has seen right. in quite some time. You know, St. John's coming back. They were undefeated last year. They won the WCAC, but good counsel is going to be just as good, if not even better this year. The math is going to be strong. Gonzaga trying to make a comeback. But mm -hmm. as we look at the public schools, especially in, in Virginia, it's going to be Stonebridge. It's going to be South County. It'll be the usual suspects. Right. But I'm really looking forward to Maryland football because Quince Orchard, Coach John Kelly and the Cougars could be on the verge. You, you heard it here first on your podcast. <laughs> they could be on the verge of a dynastic run oh, out wow. there at Quince Orchard. Wise is going to have something to say about that, but Coach John Kelly and Quince Orchard, be on the lookout for a dynasty there. You know, everybody thinks about D.C. like national news, national this. But, I mean, yeah. when it really comes down to your neighborhood, your school, who you're rooting for, I mean, this is like the local stuff. This is the good stuff. The teenagers we one, need to support, right? Yeah, one million percent. And and in D.C., those D.C. public schools, I mean, Roosevelt, they went on a run last year. They're going to uh, do it again this year. Dunbar has been building up their program for the last couple of years. Can never forget about Coolidge. But in the other side of the WCAC, the Carroll Lions, uh, led by wide receiver defensive end Nick Harbour, hmm. who is uh, one of the top 10 student athletes in the country, they're going to be very strong this year as well. So whether you're talking about D.C., Maryland, or Virginia, Megan, the football, the athletics, they go down right here. I don't know how you cover all this on since it's all on Friday night. Somehow he gets it done. <laughs> Chad Ricardo, thank you for your insight, and thanks for just sharing, um, you know, what we know about high school sports as it stands right now. We'll check back in with you maybe midseason. Absolutely. I'll be right here. Thank you very much. After the break, it's another round of DMV Dates. And a surprise guest lets a not-so-secret fact about me out of the bag. Backed by the experience of its hardworking members, Steamfitters Local 602 is ready to take on your next commercial heating, cooling, HVAC, or refrigeration project. Steamfitters Local 602 adds value to our community through its partnerships with local contractors and building owners, all while keeping the focus on improving the lives of its members and their families throughout the DMV. For work that's on time and on budget, go to steamfitters-602.org to schedule your next project. That's steamfitters-602.org. Steamfitters Local 602, changing lives. Thanks for listening to the DMV Download. If you like this show, give us five stars and leave us a review on Apple Podcast. We love hearing from you guys, and your reviews really do help other listeners find this, our area's only in-depth daily local news podcast. And thank you for making us a part of your day. Okay, so before we go, obviously it's Wednesday, which means it's DMV Dates Day, baby. Sure is. And with me is Ellie Rowe, who is our marketing and brand manager here at WTOP, who's joining me to give us her date. Yes, you go first. Okay. I, I want to, you know, close it out here with, I'm um, obviously, mine's going to be better. So. <laughs> obviously, of course. <laughs> obviously. Um, so I want to start mine by saying this is Fido-friendly. Well, just like the first portion okay. of it is Fido-friendly. Okay, so, that's good. Because I have two dogs, so I feel like... You know, got to incorporate the nuggets where you can. <laughs> um, so I start mine in Tacoma Park. So they have a, a free dog park in Tacoma Park, which I don't think you usually have to pay for dog parks, but I just throw that in because it is free. <laughs> well, sometimes you have to be like a member or something like, you know. Yeah, like weird. Yeah. Um, you do have to make sure your dog is vaccinated. So that's the thing that probably is going to cost money <laughs> if you haven't done it. Yes. Okay. So just, you know, make sure your dog is vaccinated. Take them to the park. Enjoy a nice day. We don't have to put that cost into the date. <laughs> we We're going to assume you've taken care of your it's dog. It's hidden cost if yeah. you haven't done it. Yeah. Um, and then I myself love a margarita. That's, I mean, love a good margarita. You are preaching to the choir right now. Yeah. 
So I know this little place called um, Cielo Rojo in downtown Tacoma Park. Okay. Um, it's amazing. It's a small place, um, but the food there is amazing. The margaritas are phenomenal. Mm. Highly recommend the Tres Leches cake as well. They do Ooh, a really phenomenal job. It's like a legit place. It's a legit place. Um, and their margaritas are like 12 bucks. I would start with a hibiscus marg. That's different. Different and delish. It's like a lighter, it's like a strawberry, but just a little bit lighter. Lighter. Lighter yes. flavor. Delicious. Okay. Um, and then they also do a wide variety of food, but um, tostadas are always a good, that's a good one to go with if yes. you like a tostada. So 12 bucks for the margarita, 12 bucks for a tostada. So we're talking like 25-ish bucks total for that. Okay. Um, you know, if you choose something else, it varies, but their food's not that expensive. Um, so those two things are the Fido-friendly portion. And then the last portion is like optional. But we talk a lot about plants, Megan, so I felt like I had to throw this Wait, in. this is something that I've never talked about on the podcast. <laughs> That's true. I am a weird plant lady, everybody. I'm coming out of the closet on my plant weirdness. Yes. Because, so, it, and Ellie is too. Yeah. I mean, listen, it it really increases the ambiance, like of any <laughs> space. Just like throw a plant in, I feel like you're good to go. But, but your fiance is like, yeah, our house looks like a greenhouse. It does. So I was like, will you build the ambiance has taken over. <laughs> it has. <laughs> um, so a friend of mine, actually, this is a good friend of mine, who owns this shop. It's called Indigo Plant Design. She actually has a really cool job. She, like, goes to um, different office spaces and builds, like, horticultural, like, landscape situations, like the what? one we have downstairs. Seriously? <laughs> she does do that for a living. Like the living walls. Correct. Oh. She does all that. She also cool. does, like, plant maintenance. She goes to offices, waters plants, all that stuff. So she has, like, she does plant design, if you will. But she also owns her own studio. It's in downtown Tacoma Park. It's like hidden. It's like near a dental office. So it feels like you're going on an adventure. <laughs> like trying to find this place. Yes. Okay. So that's it. But it, but there's also no budget for that because as we know, if a plant enthusiast walks into a plant store. Okay. I think that you may have just described my perfect date. <laughs> I think we're done here. And that's a wrap. And that, I mean, margaritas in a plant store? Yes. Right. Okay. Well, now is okay. Well, I'm still going to give mine, but I okay. don't really know. I'm excited. Okay. I was so confident. <laughs> okay. For my date, we're in DC. We're going to Union Market, but we're not going to Union Market like where everybody goes, where there's Ooh. a million people around, because it really has changed so much in the last couple of years. It, has. it used to just be the market, and then all these like really fancy shops have sprung up, which are fun to explore as well. Yeah. But there's a place called A Literary Incorporated. Hmm. It has a giant Italian flag on the front, and you kind of think you may be at the wrong place okay. when you're walking in. It looks a little bit like you're walking into, like, I don't know. It's not, they, I don't know. The entrance is just sort of like you're pushing this door open, hoping there's something behind it. Yeah. Um, what you will find inside is the most authentic little Italian store with, like, the rows of the grocery store are so small. Oh like, you gosh. have to kind of, like, turn sideways to get through. But there's a sandwich place in the back. And you go up and you get your little piece of paper and you fill out all the things you want. And literally you could make like a $50 sandwich probably if you wanted because mm-hmm. they have a billion toppings. But you take your date there. You both get some hoagies. Love a hoagie. Maybe you do an olive oil tasting or a little wi- a wine tasting. They Cute. have those sometimes like tucked away. So kind of explore the aisles there. And then it's only a 10-minute walk from there. Oh, by the way, I cannot forget to mention the cannolis. Oh, my gosh. The cannolis are so good. I love a cannoli. So you get a cannoli. You get a sandwich. You get like, you know... Some kind of drink. Yeah. You walk 10 minutes to Gallaudet. Mm. So Gallaudet University is gorge. Yeah. And 
it's just so interesting to be in a place where, I mean, it will obviously it feels quieter, but it's a different community. It's a community that I certainly do not spend a lot of time around. So when I went there, I was really, it makes you sort of think differently. Hmm. Makes you think differently about your, you know, abledness, how, you know, how you're communicating, how people communicate. It just sort of opens up a whole new, I don't know, topic of conversation. I love that. Um, so they have a beautiful quad. Um, and you can go there. And this is my fun fact. Ooh. Is that um, I didn't know this. Gallaudet was founded in 1864 by an act of Congress mm. to make a place where deaf or hard of hearing people could be educated, and it was signed by President Abraham Lincoln. Wow! I had no idea that I'd been around that long. <laughs> I know. I was like, wow. And there's like something like almost 20,000 people go there. So wow. I mean, it might be a little dead right now because yeah. I'm guessing they're not in, in class yet. But yeah, there's my date. That's a great. That's great. Yeah. I love that date. A little different. I didn't, I forgot my fun fact. Do you have a fun fact? I actually do have a fun fact. Plants um, are wonderful. Well, that is always a fun <laughs> fact. <laughs> Anyone who doesn't like plants is like, these crazy please ladies, please stop. <laughs> um, so Cielo Rojo, I used to live in the same apartment complex as the owners of that restaurant. That's how I found out about it. Uh-huh. Hopefully so, you get discounts. Um, I mean, I, I haven't yet, but I did win a gift card one time. So that was really cool. <laughs> But, you know, their daughter is so cute, and they used to bring their dog into the same dog park that I used to bring my dog into. So Aww. that's kind of a fun fact. That is. They, like, actually are, like, the neighborhood people. And They're they... totally neighborhood people. That's cool. And that's—we love to support it. We love to see it. We love to support it. Ellie Rowe coming in with the strong, Listen. strong showing. <laughs> Luke, I'm going to have to give Luke a warning here that he needs to have you in when I'm not here next because <laughs> Annie needs to come with his A-game. Thank you for doing this with me. Yeah. So fun. Uh, and that'll do it today for us on the DMB Download. We are sponsored by Steamfitters Local 602. Our managing editor is Craig Schwab, and our music is by Real World. Leave us a review or rate our show if you get the chance. And follow us on social media, where we're posting stuff almost every day. Just kidding. Every single day. Including, hopefully, some, some of the locations today. Yeah. So you guys can check them out. You can find out more about this podcast and become one of our VIP listeners at dmvdownload.com. The DMV Download is a product of WTOP News. Listen on 103.5 FM in the D.C. area, 107.7 FM in Virginia, 103.9 FM in Frederick, online at WTOP.com and on the WTOP app. Have a great night.